Happy Monday, beautiful family. Ooh, thank you for tuning in to Conversations with Friends. Bonus episode. Um, just wrapped up the first 12 episodes of the new podcast. Really happy with the first 12 energies and friends stories that were shared. Heard a lot of good feedback from a lot of the audience and um, a lot of stories, multiple stories from audience members that were really inspired by the stories that were so shared. So that's really encouraging for me. I have quite a few more friends that I plan on bringing on the show and sharing their voice and their experience and their work and um, their skills with you. I am currently sitting in Align with Plants Herb Boutique, the most recent project my family and I have undertaken, or, yeah, we'll just stick with that word for now. (laughs) Um, We've been open for about a week and a half now, almost two weeks, and it's really exciting Um, I wanted to do this bonus episode with you all because the Conversations with Friends is the name of the current podcast, though this began as a podcast, any new listeners may not know this, um, but this began as a podcast called Align with Plants, Align with Health, and it was a podcast that was all about me expressing my voice and my opinion based on my experience with plants. And it was totally self-driven and um, my own vision of what I wanted to share with people and this plant message that I wanted to share. And I called it Align with Plants, Align with Health, because my the vision that I have to create within is based it's founded in, well, I shouldn't say founded, but large portions of it are, are founded in the reality that plants not only heal our bodies physically, but they heal us emotionally, spiritually, um, and then also heal our world. They guide us, they show us how to live, how to interact, how to coexist. Um, they provide everything for us, and then we ultimately provide ourselves back to them. Uh, I feel like this is a message that every human should at least be founded in as well, because it is this base truth that the earth exists within, and I don't know, it's just um, it's just a really important message to me. I was inspired to start telling the story from a friend, April, who's also been on the show. Um, she inspired me and said, you know, you should try a podcast. And so Align with Plants began, and that was two and a half years ago. Um, here I am now in Align with Plants herb shop, the herb boutique, but in, in my herb shop. And it's really quite a journey of just a couple of years, and I'm super excited for the next two, three, four, five years to see where we go. But I, I really want to do these checkups and these shares with my friends and my family and my sphere and the people that are around me and listening to me and, and, um, and watching for inspiration or encouragement or even side by side, you know, running after and uh, capturing their own goals and creating their own visions um, because you inspire me as well. 
I, I want to capture this though because a big part of what I recognize is when I my own realization of how to make things happen must be shared with others um, because it's a part of the actual realization if I want to see the world be a different place I actually have to have um or if I have a vision, you know, and obviously it's going to only be my vision, but if I want to see change, I have to create agents of change. And the only way that we're going to change this world is by changing ourselves. So in order for my own vision to be realized, I have to share my inspiration (laughs) with my sphere, with those around me. It's valuable, though, and it's timeless information and knowledge that's recycled and now fairly easy to find on the YouTube, you know, um, an audio book or even obviously going into the library and actually doing research. But um, I I don't discredit YouTube, though. I think that it's an amazing resource for the modern world. Um, Nothing new and yet really valuable to share because... Our highly convenient, overly processed um, world, society, has disconnected us from not only natural systems that we live within and on top of Earth and atmosphere, though it's also disconnected us from the actual power of the human mind and of thought and of vision, and creative force, and creative energy, and of hands, and of legs, and the power that we actually, like, physically have, that we can actually exercise and manifest with. Um... So I just want to share a little bit about my story with those who want to hear and want to, uh, you know, be inspired by. Because it's real, yo. It's it's the path that I'm walking and here we are, or sitting at this point. (laughs) So just a quick touch in uh, just with me today and then we'll be back. I think I'm going to go ahead and take a few weeks off and get the the shop really going, moving through the holiday season through November, getting ready for December. Might even take a break through the new year, uh, the calendar new year. But um, please check out alignwithplants.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram if you're not already at Align with Plants um, to follow the shop. And then me personally, obviously, as well on Facebook. Uh, Facebook. So I I had a young man in the shop a few days ago, and he was going to college here at um, ASU. He was in his, you know, early to mid-20s, and you could tell, or I could tell, he was working hard to be in school and had a part-time job and was walking and doing what he had to do to fulfill his desire to go to college. And he came in and was interested in, in learning about herbs, and we started to talk, and he purchased a few bulk herbs that he was interested in using. He was uh, remembered cardamom from his mother, and it was a cool experience. I really enjoy sharing plant love with um, 
with younger people, not to say that I'm old, but with like the 20 somethings and the teens, because that's really getting into, you know, farther generations down, spreading the knowledge, just the same as getting into children. Um, but the difference is in the 20s, you know, there's a different level of understanding and inspiration that can be sparked. And really the 20-somethings and the late teens are kind of, well, maybe even the early teens are running the world, I hear. <laughs> or you can see even after you get out of them. But um, so we're talking, and somehow the conversation gets to, um, you know, finding your passion, finding what you really what you need and following that. And he said, basically, you know, yeah, that's great, but I just don't know what it is yet. And man, you know, the beginning part of what I really want to say here, and I've definitely talked about before is every single thing that's ever happened along your path of being alive was intended for you. It was a necessary part of your growth and your development as the being that you are becoming. And when we really learn how to embrace that, and I mean embrace like, I thought about this tonight when I asked somebody, do you embrace it? I mean embrace like, what is an embrace? When you think of an embrace, not only is an embrace two things coming into contact, you know, in full contact, but it's done in a very open and loving, you know, an embrace is a loving and open gesture. And so we have to embrace all the things that have happened before us. When we do this, and we do this consciously, we consciously choose to embrace everything that we've seen before right now, which is our entire lives, everything that happened, Um, which is no easy feat. And especially for some of us who have seen, you know, really tragic, scary, dark things, it can be really challenging, especially when those things maintain throughout the days. Um... Though, regardless, if we can find ourselves there, we start to dig in and find these massive, like, human soul level lessons that await in the experiences of, of what we do of life. These lessons are written into experiences that happen time and time again. Really, nothing truly is new underneath the sun. All of the things that humanity is going through humanity has been through before and we're talking about in the with like within the human all of the emotions there's no new emotions or thoughts or or feelings you know things that are happening within and then also on the outside too in the external world you know um let's say the worst thing that's ever happened has already happened before many times so everything that happens is you know everything is is on a certain frequency and that frequency is going to produce certain results and so if we can learn how to read frequency more efficiently or even just to become aware that everything is a a communication of frequency and we've talked about this before on Align with Plants for sure we can start to read our own story from a different perspective And when it comes to past experiences, we can start to read those past experiences in order to learn code for current moments and even future moments, I think, when you get really good. And maybe it's even just happening simultaneously anyways, you know, like you're you're always learning for those future moments. But 
for sure for current moments in the current moment in time once you become better and more adept at reading frequency and it's not like reading like reading letters it's a totally different experience it has much more to do with your senses and your sensory awareness system once you get better with that you can start to read your own experiences and this young man in my store expressed this longing for for her passion for passion for that aching burn to do something you know where I, I it's just I'm it's my passion and I remembered being that young person <laughs> for so long I remember being that young person still so young okay still so young but I remember being that younger version of me knowing burning with intensity to be a part of major change for the world and having an equal level of frustration because I had no freaking clue what or how to do it and I spent so much of my younger years scouring knowledge and scouring books and scouring information from other people other people's experiences reading other people's books and other people's words and scouring 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 and looking for the answer that I could get behind because I knew that there were these things that were wrong with that seemed to be at least wrong with the world and I wanted to find ways to fix the root cause of these things it, I could understand that there has to be some roots you know and if we get to the roots then we can mend the always I guess thinking in terms of plants <laughs> um, we can then mend you know the things that grow above and ultimately I found my way to plants it took time though and it took literal like maturation of my soul based on the amount of days that the soul has been in the vessel and you know um fine like wine has been coming to my mind a lot even as even with each you know as I with each year and uh, telling happy birthday to girlfriends of mine who are similar ages you know in our mid-30s you know watching our 20s are gone and watching our 30s even slip quickly <laughs> and approaching our 40s you know I'm telling them you know so they know it's just like wine baby like you know we're we're just getting better with time and it's true just like wine you know wine is an actual aged product with age it gets it gets fuller it becomes more developed and that's what the human soul does as well and it's it's interesting because once you can have that perspective just because you've been able you've gotten through a couple stages and you can look back so that's that's the only reason why I think you can say that by the time you've hit this amount of days living on the earth your mid-30s and and um you know 40s even maybe between the 30s and 40s is it's just the amount of time it's just the actual you know like amount of time that has been spent that now your awareness is different and this young man in my shop you know he had less time probably 10 years minimum less time of experience and so just like when I was that age he's kind of like well I know there's something he could feel himself he could feel what his message is but he just wasn't in tune with it yet and you know I tried to give him um, some comforting words in reality though you just don't get it until you do and I know that so 
um, I just encouraged him to just be true to himself. Because <laughs> that's really all you can do. And that's really where the passion comes from. So, what, you know, the beginning of my message, and perhaps this message has been told already before, but I'm watching it so clearly produce certain results I have to share. The foundation of the message is that is Sankofa, is that everything that you come from is about where you're going. And in order to understand where you're going, you must understand that which you have come from. And not only understand it, um, again, it's an embracement of it. It is an, uh, an adoption of its, of its reality. You know, like I adopt my past as, as me. Because it's, it's literally the structuring of you in this vessel this lifetime. So when you embrace it like that, you start to get to know yourself better and better and better because you're looking at yourself. Well, and this is really just me speaking on my own, my own experience. I continue to get to know myself better and better and better um, because I'm just, I would be looking at myself constantly, um, looking at my past experiences, looking at those things that have actually shaped me. And so here I am peeling apart me and figuring out me and as I continued to do that I found myself more and more aligned with not only just plants but with the truths of me you know as a little girl love and compassion and forgiveness and um you know I want to say like real deep humility I don't really know what I think about that word though so I'm not I'm, not, I'm actually not going to put that into it. Um, um, but just this sense of really deep servitude existed when I was very young. And life and growing up and puberty and young adulthood and money and jobs and success and you know family crisis and all these things, um, just life crisis, changed me over the years. And I didn't really... I knew who I was and I knew I even even would say that I still function within her, within her scope, though so many of my decisions and so many of my thoughts, so many of my thoughts and so many of my decisions weren't aligned with her highest vibration. Having said that, every single thing that I've ever gone through and every single thing that I ever did and every single decision I ever made and every single position I put myself in, every single one was necessary, not only for my own path, but for all of the paths of all the people that I did all those things with <laughs> or to or around or whatever. We all necessarily had to experience each other in those times in order to create the experiences that we needed at those times so that we could be here now. And so no regret about any of them because that's the beginning portion. Um, the deeper I explored, the more I found that true me, that true self, the true Lenita, that childlike me, the more I continue to find her, the more I continue to find ways to embrace the things that she had to deal with on earth and and not only just heal those things, but find the lesson, find the gold in it. So, 
along that path, again, I, I came to realizing that here I am, this extremely compassionate human soul, acting and thinking in self-ways, in, in non-compassionate ways. And so, I feel like the primary reason why I'm able to maintain my steam is because because I finally aligned with a physical, real-world work that could be communicated to anyone on the earth, universal language that is rooted in healing and regeneration and rejuvenation and rebirth um, and compassion. And it's plants and it's nature and it's Mother Earth. And so here is this this real-world work that I naturally found myself committing myself to based on its alignment with me, with who I really am. And that's when things started to get really good. So full embracing of who you are. And what I mean by who you are is the things that have structured you. So if you, well, period, we won't go into any examples of that. That, allowing that or or using that to lead you towards your true passion. And the true passion being the real world, physical, manifested work that you can do with your hands. That you can actually spend your time with, your past time um, activities. Your activity of life, you know, the things that you commit your time to. These are your passions when they're aligned with who you truly are. Whoever you truly are. So, once those two things are aligned and working together, you can then begin to create your vision. And the thing about a vision is, I'm going to say that you don't have to be a visionary in order to create a vision, but once you create a vision and you and you manifest it, you become a visionary. And so the beautiful thing about that is that we're all visionaries. We've all done this time and time again throughout our lives. Even children are visionaries and are able to manifest that which they see within. So as we're, you know, as we're going through these processes and allowing our sensory our sensory system to tune more into the frequency of our of our experience. We're able to use that sensory system to create very detailed visions. And now this, I think, is a practice. And I think uh, we did a podcast on this called The Art of Visualization before. And I feel like this is a practice and a skill that you do have to be primarily become aware of and then work on and grow and develop. Though you then, you develop the ability to use your senses to create inner visions. And <clears throat> it's almost, you know, like using your computers, your computer hardware. You know, you're learning how to literally to use your computer hardware. Um, 
you are built as the supercomputer of existence. You're the supercomputer. And your parents lost the manual. <laughs> your parents didn't even have their own manual. And their parents, we haven't had manuals for some time. <laughs> um, but things are, you know, things are written. Um, sorry, that just took me into some thoughts. That's a whole other, it's another podcast someday. <laughs> Um, you're a supercomputer, family. I'm a supercomputer. We're supercomputers. And we don't really know how to use our hardware, um, yet they're loaded with everything. And one of the things that our hardware are loaded with is the ability to produce 3D results. You know, we are wirelessly connected to the 3D printer of existence. <laughs> we are the 3D printer of existence. You know, we're the first 3D printer. We're connected to it. And so once we have a passion that has literally lit us within on fire and has begun to nourish us just by thinking about the passion, about the real-world physical work that we can do that is aligned with who we truly are just by thinking about it, we feel nourished and we feel, um, we feel nourished. Just with that being true, you're able to take that same power, that nourishment, that ability that that has to make you feel that way and then use your senses to tune into other times and other experiences that you felt that way. This is what I do. I literally use my senses. Let's say there's a tree that I really love. And I literally just threw that out. But let's say there's a tree that I really love and it makes me feel a certain way. The way that it feels, I'm able to capture those feelings and use them to create the, the picture of the vision from my passion. <laughs> Hope that, I hope that made sense. I can use my senses um, the way I have felt before and use that to create a very real experience of a new vision in my mind. Because seeing something is one thing, but for me at least, I need to feel it. I need to feel what the vision feels like. So these, these are things in alignment are getting me to now being able to visualize what it is that I want to see and being flexible with the vision because as we all know, things change and time changes and there's no guarantee things are going to always work out a certain way. It's just that they're always going to work out. And the way that they work out is the way that they were meant to work out. That's, that's the secret sauce. Uh, the last part of this is then to work your plan. So, and that's, that seems to be, that's, people kind of talk about that like that's the easy part. Um, when in reality, the first two parts are the easy part, family. Um, the first two parts are the simple parts. It's the working the plan that's the hard part. Having a plan, 
um, planning the plan, replanning the plan, sharing the plan. Those things are all the easy part. Working the plan? <laughs> That's when the passion and the vision are really tested. Because the requirement to be flexible is going to be like a number, like one. It's going to be number two after work. It's flexible. So you have to be always changing and always prepared to shift and move and readjust your plan. And yet simultaneously stay 100% committed to it, which is, is basically at this level, what I'm recognizing at this level is impossible not to be fully committed to it because of the other levels have already been fulfilled. So I'm already being fed by the vision, so there's, there's no stopping it. Um, but it's, it's these levels of things that allow you to manifest your vision because, and this man, it's so, so simple. It's crazy like that. I wasn't always aware of this my whole life. (laughs) It's amazing when I think, well, what was I doing in any other time when I didn't understand this? But, and for some reason, Will Smith keeps coming to my mind, like, that this man has this this extremely simple awareness of what I'm talking about, um, and yet has found the ways in which to make it be the most successful for his family, for him and his family. Making things happen in our world is literally your physical being working with the physical environment, making things (laughs) work together. Either beings, like people, beings, animals, plants, or events, physical things. That's what making things happen actually is. Working your vision, working your plan, is spending your daytime hours and not just daytime but your your awake hours your hours of consciousness it was matter of fact just this morning I was laying in bed kind of in a dream state but also kind of conscious and but I obviously was unconscious still and there was some in-between dream state because something happened a noise happened and my consciousness kicked in and as soon as my consciousness kicked in I could smell food cooking (laughs) and before that I know the food, I know that smell was there. I know it wasn't a brand new smell, like at that moment. And before that, I kind of knew I, where I was and I was awake, but I, I, wasn't, I wasn't conscious yet. So that conscious time when we're, since it's on, we have, the only thing we have to do is just do stuff with our bodies. <laughs> we just do stuff with our bodies to work, to make the vision real and so for the painter the painter perhaps has this has this painting has this feeling or this emotion or this energy that they wish to share and so the painter paints with the hand and the paints and the brush and the canvas and it replicates what it sees within and that's, and that's it. <laughs> and, you know, in our, in our society, in our worlds, in our cities, in our big business, you know, people are definitely 
there's a relationship that's important, you know, who you know is really important. Though the thing is, is that when you become the person who has all these other, you know, all these other lineups, you accept everything, you embrace life for, for every all parts of life, um, you've found your true passion because you're working within your true self, you're visualizing it, and then you're working it. And that's what you spend your days doing. That's what you spend your life doing. You don't sit down and watch TV or even spend too much time or any time online. Um, You don't gossip. You don't have much idle time at all unless you're taking rests in between your work. And maybe you do some of all of those things as well. But you don't spend much time doing them because you're actually busy fulfilling tasks. You're doing tasks. The kind of person that that develops is a highly disciplined, highly flexible, highly capable, skilled human. And it doesn't matter who you know, when you rise to those levels of your humanness, you naturally become a leader. You naturally begin to lead other people towards those same actions. Excuse me, towards those same actions. Because those are the actions of creative mastery. And in all honesty, obviously there are many beings here that are intended to experience the lower frequency of creative mastery. And yet are still creative masters. All life is here to to be creative masters. Um, Replication alone is creative mastery. And that's what we do. Obviously with the help of some other level energy that we you know, that is not within our mastering. Like, we don't master the entire part. But I just really want to share this because my message is not changing, though the message that I've been giving, it's, it's interesting. It seems like I understood before I understood, almost. And... Or the level of my understanding just continues to deepen because the empowerment that I feel in my ability to get stuff done, man, I don't know. It just really makes me feel like like there's no bad news. You know, like there's just no bad news. That nothing can come through... Uh, so much, so much talk about something really bad coming for humanity. Something really bad coming, and you know, you better be be ready, be careful. And I'm telling you, I have no fear. I have no fear. <laughs> um, anything that is coming, we all have agreed for it to be. And it's for the overall birth 
being right or the overall reason why we're here, which is to create. And so there's nothing that humanity can do to keep humanity from creating. Oh, man. Life is amazing, man. (laughs) Life is a trip. I'm super thankful. Uh, My vision has grown and continues to grow. And it is based in the truth that plants heal. And they heal everyone. They take no sides. They have no bias. It is the natural system that we're from. And it's the natural system that we return to. And so I know that I can, that I can dedicate myself to this for the rest of my life. And I know that dedicating myself to this for the rest of my life looks like me consistently and constantly making decisions that looks like me working on this for the rest of my life. (laughs) And if I'm not, then I'm not, you know, if I'm not, I'm not, I'm either taking a break or I'm not working it. And that's the thing is at the end of it all, guys, it comes back to us as individuals to just do the work. There's no reason to talk about it. There's no reason to think about it even unless it's that sensory visualization. But it's just you got to do the work. You got to figure out what it is that you want to work and then work on it. And I'm excited for the potential to connect with a bunch of students here at this college and give them some type of encouraging words, I hope at least, that I don't remember hearing from 30-somethings when I was in my 20s, that I will find it. You will find it. You will find... All you got to do is, is, is look within, and you will find that which burns you, that makes you burn, that which that feeds you. The, I mean... Ah, you'll find it. And when you find it, you'll know your work. So practice now. Practice now. Get ready now. Start working on the founding levels. Start going backwards and saying, wow, so that thing that I still kind of am upset about happening, that was supposed to happen? Or I couldn't be here right now today? Wow. And start hugging it. Hugging those moments. Hugging those people. I don't care how dark it is. Um, I don't care how, how uncomfortable the hug is. It's gone. And the only thing that's left is its memory and the lessons. And if you learned anything positive from that moment, hug it. Give it a hug. I don't think there's many you can find that you didn't learn something from. So... Gosh, I feel like I've talked more than I wanted to, and I still have more I would say, so maybe we'll do another bonus episode in a few months. I just want to inspire you, anyone who hears this, that comes to my words, comes to this voice. You were born with a purpose. There is no 
unintentional moment of you. Every single moment of you was bred with intention to do what you're meant to do. And I just I just want to encourage you, family, to, to do whatever you have to do <clears throat> to try to find that, um, to discover that within, to light that part of your inner being. Because the potential to create a world that you desire is, it's in you. And, you know, it's, it's just, can we believe it? So, I love y'all. Um, again, short break, and then we'll come back around and start hearing from some more people who are working their plan. And um, just keep adding flame to their plans and to yours and asking you to do the same. Make sure that you're pressing upon those around you to consider what the best version of themselves look like in every situation. The best version of themselves in their most desperate, saddest, lowest situation was the best version of you look like then. It might just be you've laid out on the bed. It was the best version of you look like when everything is, is moving smooth. Um, focus on those sides of you and Maybe find a way to even recognize that there's some neutral center in between those two that if you could stay at when it's really low or it's really high, you can kind of stay in this center neutral best you that accepts both the highs and the lows as necessary in order for the next to come. Man. All the greats say it, guys. And like I said, nothing is new under the sun. It, you experience it when you when you work on yourself enough. And you don't have to become a multimillionaire, billionaire, or in front of all these people. And it's not about these levels of status. It's about the levels of self, of self mastery, and of learning how to live. <laughs> Um, I love y'all. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Peace, family.